Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. How are you, friend? I'm good. I mean, I was actually wondering if you would join this recording because you must be exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Exhausted for two reasons. Obviously, because I've had, I mean, a lot of work going on, but but I'm not moaning about that because I just really enjoyed it but the 2am wake-ups yeah. are brutal yeah I could Im- I mean that's what I was thinking and I was like t- you know if you've can't you've got up for a flight at two o'clock and then you can yeah. recover when you get to your destination but you still do feel rubbish for like the next 48 hours but I cannot imagine doing that for like how many days straight did you do it for yeah I mean a long time a lot of days uh, yeah a lot of days <laughs> a lot of days but I said to James Stewart who normally does the show I was like well how do you even function because mm. I felt like crap throughout the rest of the day. And he was like, well, I get back from home uh, from work at 7am. Then he said he goes straight to bed and then he starts his day at 10. So if so, that's kind of how he runs it. But I was getting home, you know, doing the packed lunches, doing the school yeah. runs, then, you know, w- running made by mums with you, doing other bits and pieces and getting to sort of 1.30 and feeling awful, like yeah. jet lag awful, having to go to bed for an hour, then school run dinners. It just, it's not sustainable long-term for me. <laughs> no, no. Oh my God, definitely not. But then I thought you were also going to comment because I went out out on Saturday night. <gasps> I saw that you went out out. And yeah. what time did you uh, go to bed <laughs> and what time did you get up? <gasps> I went to bed at 5.30 in the morning and I got up at 7.45 for work. It actually makes me feel sick. It literally makes me feel sick. I cannot. I don't. Oh God, no! How did you do that? And then you. And then <sighs> not only that, most people would find their life hard enough just having yeah. to like even feed and water themselves that day. But you actually had to post a radiation. <laughs> oh, oh my God! If anyone's listening no. to this and they heard that show, please, please, <laughs> can you write in and let me know what it was like? I'm gutted I wasn't awake oh, and listening to it my voice kept going like this Zoe Harper because it was sort of breaking like the pain of what I was going through and then at the end of every link I was like this and the, I had the alcohol sweats oh my god I was in a mm. terrible place yesterday but I'm back now and I'm You're really back. glad I so deserved a night out I really 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 you enjoyed did. it you have did. you had any wild nights out we haven't had any wild nights out but I was saying to you earlier on the phone like 
I'm really glad that we can socialize. I'm so happy. Yeah. But I just can't do socializing like three days in a row anymore. Um, I just can't. I, I need time by myself. <laughs> it's my only child. James calls it o- only child syndrome. Yeah. yeah. OCS, he calls it. Oh, yeah. it's your OCS playing up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes, it is. It's your OCS playing up. It's your OCS playing up. But I do, I can't function. Do you know what? This, I can't actually believe I'm telling people this. You know, oh, great. Give par- it to us. We're supposed to, be ha- we're supposed to have a parenting podcast. We're supposed to have our shit together. No. But on Saturday, we were at James's sister's and um, I forgot nappies, which was the first thing. So that was fine. Then I managed to find some in the car because there's always some in the car. Yeah. And then I ran out. So, um, I basically lined Gigi's leggings with sanitary towels. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. When you say Isn't lined it? them, what did you do? Sew them in? So, no. So, no. I, can't, I mean, I can't sew. Oh, right. God. Um, no, I just stuck them, like, all around the, <laughs> the crotch area. Oh, my God. Did they work? That's genius. Well, yeah. I mean, it did work. So, I thought I'd just share that tip if anyone runs out of nappies but they've got plenty of sanitary the thing is, is that you know our parents generation they just they made nappies with like tea towels or whatever they use did they? That's not the effect, but you could just you get a tea towel but surely it just goes straight out oh I mean I don't know but anyway the sanitary towels sort of work no well so, done that's genius there we, there we go but yeah I'm just not I'm not kind of up with going out every day no. yet you, you, but I will if I'll you get see there. Georgia on day three she will be a wild <laughs> human to you no I've had enough now I don't want to socialise with you yeah oh. please uh, I've, I'm on a talking ban I'm on a talking ban I can't wait till we catch up next week because you're going out you're got you've got a massive night she's going to bagatelle on saturday oh night oh my goodness yeah well saturday day actually into the night is that where they um they get the um they napkins swing around the, the napkins head and go, around their head and yeah. dance on the tables yeah oh anyone sees yes. me there on saturday apologies in advance <laughs> please um, get a photo for any of our followers <laughs> listening please please i need a photo um but we need to get into today's conversation um we do and I think it's going to be it's going to be a really lovely upbeat chat because everything that we know about her on socials she's always kind of smiling and positive and she's just got like a, a proper like enigmatic energy really really yes. upbeat married to a very well-known TV presenter in the country but has really sort of established herself as um you know a voice of her own on Instagram um and yeah she's pregnant with number 2 as well she is yeah i mean if you're in need of a little lift this morning or yeah tonight whenever you're listening then do there yeah, do have a listen to this one because she is she just make you feel good yeah it's just like chatting to a mate it was yeah it was, it was lovely. lovely wasn't it yeah <laughs> yes. who are we talking to today george today we are chatting to Portia Jets. So joining us on the podcast today, an absolute delight of a woman. I've only met her a couple of times, but every time I've met her, she's had this beaming smile on her face, which she's got today. So that's good. We know she's not in a bad mood. So that's, that's, that's a positive. Uh, Mummy to Roman. Um, she's got one in one in oven. I don't know why I always have to go northern when I say it, but there you go. Uh, Mummy blogger, mummy influencer, wife to Ore Aduba. Uh, her, her surname is not Jet, even though I just said it was. Today, joining us on the podcast is Portia Aduba. Yes! Yay! 
<laughs> Porsche Not Jet. I mean, that's a great that's a great name to have. Porsche, Porsche Jet. Jet. <laughs> I know. I might change that on my Instagram page. Actually, Porsche Not Jet. Not Aduba. Jet. Yes. <laughs> it's confusing though for people seeing yeah. you as Porsche Jet. You get it all the time. Yeah. No, I do. Let's hear that. Hi, Porsche Jet. I'm like, oh no, no, that's my middle name. Adoop is my surname. Sorry, it's a bit confusing, but I just thought it sounded a bit more cooler, Porsche Jet. Yeah. No, I mean, it does sound cool, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm really good. I'm really good. I am good. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Which we all, I'm sure we all are, but um, yeah. I'm tired this time round with my second pregnancy, but um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. Um, how many weeks are you now, Portia? I am 25 weeks. I don't know how that happened. Wow. Um, literally, it's gone by so quick. Everyone kept saying to me, your second pregnancy will go so quickly. You don't realize yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll see. Like thinking at like 10 weeks or oh, I don't know, I'll see. My family were like, no, 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 wait. And all of a sudden I said to Ori this morning, I'm 25 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You know why though? Because second time round, no one really gives a shit about you. Um, that's in the first, no, but that's true. The first time round, people are like, oh, did you want a C? Oh, can I get you this? And the second time round, they're like, oh, we've done this all before. It's like, no, no, it's the same, same feeling. Can you help me? No. Yeah. Also, do you, I feel like you don't indulge yourself as much no. the second time around either. Like maybe the first time you'd be like, oh, I need to relax. I need to put my feet up. And the second time you're like, well, I actually can't do that anymore because I've got someone else to look after. And I just don't, yeah, just, I just can't factor that in. It's got yeah. to get on with it. Yeah. And I also feel a little bit like Ore is sort of more aware of like first time around he was like very much more like sort of I'd be like oh I'm really tired he'd be like oh it's okay do you want me to get you this or you know exactly. like second time around he's like oh are you oh okay <laughs> all right then <laughs> well <laughs> oh okay well okay well if you could just do Roman's bath and then I'll um I'll help out he's really helpful but you know what I mean second time round you can't get yeah. away with as much no you no. can't you can't and you also like Georgia said there isn't that opportunity to like have like people used to say to me oh go and have a nap and I'd be like yeah I will because I'm absolutely knackered and now you know then you've got like a tiny one just going mummy 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 you're like that's not my name leave me alone (laughs) I I need to sleep um now before we get into pregnancy George we want to ask about you guys getting together because I think we've just got a bit of a crush on you as a couple let's start at the beginning (laughs) well um yeah we've we've spoken about it before that we it's not very exciting but we used to work together um so Ari used to work um for Newsround uh at CBBC and I worked in CBBS, and uh, yeah, we we and your we, eyes met <laughs> over a telly across a Mr. Tumble toy. No, we um, <laughs> we yeah, no, we. I knew I wanted to work in telly, and we sort of had a very brief encounter at a a, um, a uni party way back when. But yeah, we start we met properly when I started at um, BBC, and then uh, yeah, our love just blossomed from there. All happened after one evening at a party um, back at old TVC and Television Centre in London. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. that was it. Yeah. And here we are like literally 10 years later. So, yeah. Thank you, BBC. It's Aww. like the TV version of like the office kind of romance, like meet you by the uh, photocopier in five minutes or see you in the kitchen for a cup of tea. How does that go down? Like, do you, you know, did everyone know that you got together that night? And then is that with like lots of rumours flying around? Or did you have to just try and keep it a secret for a bit? I don't, do you know what? I don't actually know. Maybe they were talking behind my back, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware because I was on work experience at the time. And I being a presenter on on 
like on children's TV, I was a bit like, I just don't want anyone knowing because I don't want anyone to think, oh, I know what her game is. <laughs> yeah. But also a work experience girl. I did my work experience at the BBC, but I was only 15 at the time. So you never want that to be mixed up, do you? In terms of like, no, how old were you when you were doing your work experience there? I was, I was 21. 21. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so different, a lot different to 15. <laughs> oh, good for that. Okay, great. And then what was, what was the sort of train of events after that? So what, what happened? Was there like a whole kind of dating process that went on? Yeah, no, it was a bit, it was a bit of a weird dating process because the BBC was actually about to move up to Manchester. Um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to go or not. Um, um, being on work experience. Uh, so we kind of had this sort of first three months of really cool dating where we were both living in London and um, we were seeing each other. It's really exciting. And then it came, oh, BBC moving to Manchester. And Ori was going with Newsround. I wasn't sure if I was going or not. So luckily, thankfully, got a job there. And mo- and we both moved up separately um, into our own flats because we'd only been seeing each other like sort of by this point, like five months. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we both moved up to Manchester and then we lived there for seven years, literally oh, wow. live, living the dream. We were like two profession- young professionals. Um, we then got a flat together um, in a-, a lovely part of Manchester called Spinningfields at the time, which was- yeah. um, I know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's amazing. But when we moved there there was nothing there was literally nothing there um no one knew what spinning fields was and over the years it just like went crazy with all these bars and like nightlight oh it was amazing so we just lived there for seven years literally living the life no kids no worries just going out doing what we wanted to do and it was really fun actually and so then yeah how did the conversation go from living the life in spinning fields being out all the time to actually come on, we need to settle down and have kids now. Well, do you know what it was? It was, it was, it was one of those things where we were, we'd been up in Manchester for for a while, and then Strictly came along, and um, we'd been looking because all our family are back down south. Um, Ori's family live in Dorset, mine live down in Kent, and it just got to the point where we were like, we just need something to help us move back down because all of our work was up in um, Manchester. So Strictly came along, da, 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 and we were like, yes, great, with the tans and the sequins. <laughs> It was it was amazing. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, so after all, strictly after he won it, um, we were able to then, with work, move back down to London. I think that was the point. Then I was still working in TV at the time um, for a couple of other companies, and we then just decided, well, we're back down south now. Um, we're closer to our family. I always wanted to have kids quite young. Like I wanted to have um, a little baby before I was 30 and I said that to Ori so he always he already knew that and uh, so yeah so it just felt like the right sort of time that we'd moved back we had a flat um yeah Ori was working back down in London a lot more and then we just felt yeah that was that we could do it now it's really nice that you guys spent well it's really special that time before kids uh, Georgia and James also had that sort of long extended period where they were just figuring yeah. each other out and going out and having all the fun and traveling and holidays and stuff. So I guess when the moment came around, you guys felt really ready to do it. It's a massive step. Yeah, we we always talk about that time where it's like, do you remember that time in Manchester? Do you remember oh, that time we used to go out and just have like no face? We'd just be like, should we just go for dinner tonight? Or should we just go meet some friends? Or, you yeah. know, so yeah, we always talk about that time time um as the manchester time yeah <laughs> but also like things that you 
that you could do before the kids came along? Like, I, w- I want to ask you this, Portia, you know, was it, is it anything now as a mother that you absolutely had zero idea around? Because obviously people talk about this, the lack of sleep and, you know, the feeding and X, Y, and Z. But is there anything that really took you by surprise when you became a mother? Do you, do you know what it was? And I, I kind of thought I'd be like this anyway. And I'm, I'm from people that follow me on Instagram or know me, they know I'm quite sort of easygoing and I'm like, yeah, but I am a bit of a warrior. So I think from since becoming a mum, the constant just worry, and I don't mean as in like sitting there worrying about something, but the worry of like, you know, has he eaten right stuff today? Uh, is he going to be okay at school today? Uh, yeah. you know, has he had a good night's sleep today? Like just that just constant, like before Roman, I didn't really have any any real like worries like obviously you have like work worries and all that kind of stuff but I just feel like you have a daily worry when you become a parent like it's just that yeah that thing of like is he gonna be cold is he gonna be too hot is he gonna you know it's just I don't is he gonna hurt himself I'm gonna have to go to A&E yeah yeah are you you gonna trip over that rug that I've put down there and you've had down there for like (laughs) you know the last three years of your life you keep trying to trip over it you know it's just it's it's just that constant your brain is always on, I think is the thing that I wasn't prepared for. Um, No, do you know what? It's, It's so true. And I think even if you go away and you have time away from your children, you still have that little thing in your head. And I'm not sure what it is, but you don't ever fully just relax. It's it's odd. It's so odd. I mean, I'm hoping that maybe when the kids are 18, maybe something goes off in your brain and you just go, no way. Oh, oh I don't feel like that anymore. No, I don't think no, you do. I think, else. Yeah, it will yeah. be. It will be something else. My mum says, she, 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 in fact, the most most of the conversations start with, darling, you're back on my worry list. And I'll be like, oh God, I don't want to be on the oh. worry list. What are you worried about? She goes, no, you and your sister, you're off my worry list. for this. I'm like, oh, thank God for that. I felt like I was okay. Yeah, so good. I'm glad. But yeah, like you said, I think it's just different worries and different things that come in um I, I think that i think it was cruel of my my friends that didn't have children uh, sorry that did have children not to mention to me that you'll be woken up every single morning without fail by a child coming in at 6 a.m going mummy mummy i haven't waited for my clock well why the fuck haven't you because you should have done that's why you've got a clock there so yeah i i feel like the sleep thing is a big thing and the worry thing is a big thing isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the sleep, the sleep. Yeah, I just was like, everyone was like, oh, it's Roman so much better now because obviously you've got to get that sleep in before the newborn rounds. I'm like, I, what sleep? Like, what's that? Roman keeps going through these phases of just being awake at night or coming in, like you say, at five and going, mummy, the beautiful sun is up on the yeah. on his little clock. And then I go in his room and it's still not. And I'm like, where is it it's then? Not. He's like, outside because it's summer. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's the age gap going to be when the new baby comes along? Uh, three and a half years difference. Three and a half years. Great. And have, yeah. did you, so did you plan that? Like, did you plan that that's what you wanted? No, because selfishly, my sister was going to get married last year and, uh, but she couldn't because of COVID. So um, we were planning to have a baby a lot earlier <laughs> than this. But I didn't want to be pregnant at my sister's wedding. Um, So uh, we waited and we held off and then COVID happened. And then we waited that bit longer. And then finally, my sister got married um, about a month ago. And I was pregnant because we just thought we could. <laughs> we can't we can't wait any longer. It's getting I, I wanted them to be quite close. Um in an ideal world I'd like them to be closer, but it's fine. It's cool. Roman 
like is he's at a lovely age now and um I kind of I'm kind of happy about that like he he really he gets it as much as he can at three but um yeah he's like he's super helpful as well when he wants to be Are you are you worried about bringing in a new baby in terms of are there any fears around the bonding or the love or how he's going to react? Have you, what are your feelings around that? Do you know what? I'm not actually, me and I were talking about this the other day and I'm, I, I'm not in the sense of he is so loving and when he's around any baby he if he sees a baby he's like oh mommy that baby is so cute and he's like waving at it and like he he loves children that like he loves babies the only thing I am worried about is he is a real mommy's boy and uh, he wants my attention 24 7 so that's the only thing I am going to be slightly worried about he loves babies and I know he's going to be so gentle and he's going to be kissing the baby and loving but it will be when he realizes that I'm not his soul you know I'm not yeah. like, just with him 24 7 that I'll be like you know oh go and do that you know mommy needs to you know feed the baby or whatever I think that we might have a slight issue with, <laughs> with that but we'll see we'll be right back after the short break Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So welcome back. Uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? Do you have any fears around, like bonding with another child I know Zoe and I I mean we've spoken about this a lot I didn't ever plan on having like more than one child my husband really wanted to have more and for ages when I was pregnant I, I was just really confused and unsure and then as soon as she arrived obviously it was all fine and I knew it was the right decision but I definitely really worried yeah. about how could I possibly put in so much love and attention to someone else when I already had all my everything. Do you know what I mean? I I already felt like I had everything I wanted. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I, the love thing, I think, I mean, I, Ori comes from quite a big family. Uh, he's got uh, two sisters and a brother and I'm one of three. And I don't know, I think love wise, I think I could easily see myself loving another baby (laughs) because, um, you know, I just, I, I love Roman so much and he is, don't get me wrong, he has his moments, but, um, you know, I, I can imagine the love spreading. And I think the thing is, Ari and I were saying the other night to each other that um, 
when you're expecting your first one, you have no idea what they're going to look like or be like, or you've got no idea. Whereas this time we've got something to go off. But I think it's almost a bit more exciting, the anticipation. I know that every child is different. You've got something to go off. Whereas like first time around, you're just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to love this child. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to be as a mum. So this time around, I am, I am a lot more excited. And I, I'm looking forward to him having a brother or sister because he's driving us mad with the amount of playing he wants us to do now. Mummy, can you come play with me? Mummy, can you? And I know there'll be an age gap. But there will come a point where they'll play together and I'll just be like... Yeah. Yeah. And it will will be lovely when it happens. Yeah. I put my eldest in charge of my daughter all the time. And there's about three years between them. And it has just got to the stage now where I can be like, Axel, you're in charge. And he kind of looks at me like... Uh, what? But it, it does work. It does work sometimes. That's yeah, and you dream. wait a couple of years, Portia, and and um, Roman will be able to like do the breakfast. Like I oh, yeah. Isla, Isla does it now. I'm like, you go down and get your brother and sister breakfast. You can do all that, and off she goes, and she loves it. Gets the bowls out and does everything. And I'm like, this is great. I haven't thought about that. That is that yeah. is a dream. The next thing you need to do is how they can bring you a cup of tea upstairs. <laughs> I mean, I would start the training now. You know, toy, toy kettles, toy, toy teapots. <laughs> he does love helping in the kitchen. Anytime I go, I say it's dinner time. He goes, can I help, mummy? So he yeah. loves helping. So that is good. That is a good trick. The words good. that every mother every parent dreads hearing can I help mummy and you're like oh god I hate cooking and now I've got to do it and I've got to share it with someone no 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 for all the for all the for all the parents that love cooking no it is a lovely moment it just you know all the vegetables don't look neat and cut properly and that just gets in my OCD-ness yeah no I I I hear you when he says when he says he wants to help I'm like okay okay I'll tell you what you can literally pour the pasta into the pan and off you go mummy will call you when it's ready because yes Uh, Portia, you have spoken about um, your sort of issues, I guess, or your concerns around uh, Roman's slight terrible twos and the, 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 you know, the tantrums and the scratching. You did a really powerful post on it. So just just talk to us about that period. And and are you out the other side? So, yeah, I mean, it's a period that you don't really ever want to come to. And you hope you're going to be one of those parents. I always think you're like, my child never hit or scratched or did anything, anything like that. But um, Roman did do a bit of that. And I think I, 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 now we're, we're kind of out the other side. He does have his moments where he still will get really upset and he'll sort of say no and sort of do a bit of a hand gesture towards you. Um, but there, wasn't a, there was a period, especially it was when he was at pre-nursery. Um, so he would have been about two and a half. And yeah, he was doing a lot of sort of scratching and hitting and now we're kind of out the other side. It, we, we figured out what it is with the help of the school that he had delayed speech, and um, which I've spoken about a bit on my Instagram. Um, he now is having extra help at school for it. And I think it came from a frustration. Like he just, he couldn't communicate what he wanted to say or how he was feeling. So he would just sort of hit you or he would tr- to get your like or scratch you if he was annoyed by what he couldn't say verbally yeah. um and we've seen a huge difference um he's having some help um with some, with his speech uh, his school which is actually just finishing this term so he's been doing that for about a year now and 
I mean, the, the difference is crazy because he can communicate now. So he's still, as little toddlers do, they still get annoyed if you say, no, you can't have something or yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. And he's like, what? Um, but it's, we don't see as much of the hitting or the scratching anymore. So that's good. How did, how did they kind of diagnose him with delayed speech or, or what made you sort of flag that? Do you know what? I think I kind of suspected it and quite a few mums have sort of been messaging me and saying like you know what how did you approach it how did you you know it was it it was actually Roman school that came to me first I thought compared to his little friends but he has a lot of girlfriends and I don't know whether that's a thing but like a lot of his girlfriends their speech was like really good they were like chatting loads and he was still at the kind of one word sort of stage and um I thought maybe he should be sort of stringing some more words together and I remember mentioning it to Ori and he was like oh I'm sure he's fine he'll just learn it in his own time um which they all do you know Roman was at two and a half was really good at catching a ball but he couldn't (laughs) put two words together um so yeah so I was kind of it kind of played in the back of my mind a little bit and then one day his teacher rang me um, and just asked for a chat and said, we don't think his speech is quite where it needs to be. Would you like some help with it? And it kind of, when she said it, it kind of made me feel a bit better, like as in I had sort of noticed it myself. So um, yeah, so he just once a week has half an hour um, with a, with a, a, sp- a speech uh, specialist at the school. And um, we've just seen uh, over the last like nearly a year, he has just gone on elites and bouts. And, you know, I don't want anyone to be listening thinking, oh gosh, I need to go out and get speech help because there's a lot of children that just do it in their own time. Yeah. And it will be mm-hmm. this, generally when they start nursery or they'll um, start school, that's when things get picked up anyway. And the teachers who see so many children will know if they're sort of falling behind in their speech, you know, because as parents, we probably are just like, oh, <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. You know, they'll catch up. I'm sure he'll string a sentence yeah. together in no time. And he might have well have done, but we just wanted to do that a little extra help for him. So it's very yeah. hard to know when is the right moment to go and ask um, for help and to seek help somewhere. And we did a podcast on this a couple of weeks ago, actually, because sometimes you think, oh, well, you know, it's just because they're slightly delayed and, you know, they'll catch up and you leave it and leave it and leave it. And then it's only a little bit further down the line that you realise, oh, actually, hang on, there might be a slight problem here. Um, so it's, it's really difficult, isn't it, to be able to gauge when you seek intervention, specialist help, whatever you, you know, whatever you want to call it. But well, yeah, well done for doing it. It's- oh, totally. Oh, totally. And that was a thing yeah. that we discussed with the school that it was like, do we nip, do we sort of like, I don't say nip it in the bud, but like, do we look at it now at pre-nursery yeah. before he gets into nursery? Because where his school is, um, nursery goes into a bigger class they just wanted to make sure that he was able to keep up with learning um, and be where his other peers were just in the sense of just being able to understand communicate and things like that so um, we just went for it there and then but um, a lot of children will start at the age of three and will do their nursery for a little bit and then they might need some extra help later on but um, Mm. yeah I'm thinking about Kit's lisp quite a lot at the moment do any of yours have it does Roman have a lisp or no no he doesn't no No, I'll tell you what I've noticed with Gigi she everything is house house <laughs> and Hush. you know i don't know what it is it's like it's this she actually always does this when she's talking and i'm like where is she got that from like what is she trying to pout like what <laughs> it's so weird isn't it like how yeah. they pick up these little i don't know but i think we, you know we when we were talking to the speech um therapist she was saying that lists like so many children just grow out of them don't it's they? just so bad like everything's like <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it's in like so it's cute. so so cute, and it's everything it's like so that. But cute. it's got. I think it's getting worse. It's like, and then I'm like, well, surely. Well, he never had a dummy. He doesn't have like a comforter or anything. Maybe he'll just. And Doz is saying, oh, Luna had a lisp as well, and I'm like, are you just saying that? When did she have a lisp? I don't think she did, but I guess it's one of those things. He'll start school next September in 2022, and then. They'll either be the phone call or they won't be the phone call. Do they, do they call you about lisps? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. My dad had a lisp when he was a kid and then he it just he doesn't have one now. Yeah. He just grew out of it. I think he said he got to about the age of like seven or eight and it just went. And that was it. Right. Gone. Right. Yeah. Wow. Ed, um, Ed Steeran. Ed Sheeran. I'm getting names wrong left, right and centre this morning. Ed Sheeran also had a terrible stammer. And like he could, he was virtually kind of mute with it. He just couldn't because because obviously when you keep stammering and keep stammering, they just kind of you know backtrack and yeah. say anything. Um, and it was only through like singing and his music that he um, that he managed to kind of grow out of it, I guess, or teach himself out yeah. of it. But yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? And now he's like the most famous musician in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, and obviously has no problems talking or communicating <laughs> or singing at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Um, and then should we talk about baby number two arriving? Yep, yep. Birth plan? Do you know what? I haven't I haven't properly thought about it yet, but I, I think I, I'm going back to my original plan, which is what I wanted with Roman but never got round to. I would like a water birth. <laughs> I say this in because nothing ever goes to plan. No, and no. Um, so, yes, I would like a water birth, which is what I'd like, what I wanted with Roman. Um I think that's as far as I've got so far. I mean, ideally, I'd like Ore to be around because he is um, <laughs> for the birth because yeah. he's cu- he's currently going on tour um, and he's going to be away until two weeks before the baby's due. So I'm trying to keep my legs crossed until he gets oh, home. Portia. <laughs> so Aww. ideally, the birth plan is that he's home um, yeah. and uh, yeah, that I could have a water birth. That's the two things at the moment. <laughs> so how was your birth first time round? Um, do you know what? And it's it's that weird thing, and I know it's that weird thing of saying it was a good birth that you always feel bad about. No, don't feel bad. No, don't. We love hearing about good births. I know, I know. But do you know what? It's just one of those inbuilt things. I think. Yeah, it, you, I you get know, it. I have so many friends who have had like difficult births, long births, and and then they go, and how was yours? And you're like, oh, I mean, it was. Re- I mean, it was really good. And then you just, oh, I feel like, yeah, you just feel like one of those dicks. So, but no, it was. And um, it was just, it was, I actually got induced with Roman um, at 39 weeks. And um, he, uh, yeah, for, for personal reasons. Um, yeah. And uh, he then ended up coming really quickly, like really quickly from the moment that I was induced. I didn't need any intervention. Literally just within four hours, he was there. Um, wow. So yeah, it was really quick, but like Ari was in the background playing some music, being really supportive and uh, doing a bit of dancing as well, probably. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was pretty cra- straightforward. We had a little moment in the, in the, um, labor room where he was coming too quickly and they thought that his heart rate had dropped but it wasn't anything that was that we needed to worry about at that moment in time so yeah no it was it was really good and then next thing I knew he was actually in my arms so um yeah the the midwife actually said to me which is why we're going slightly different route this time uh was that just make sure you're near your hospital for your second one because the first hospital is the other side of London and they and um 
we're not being induced with this one. So they just said, just make sure you're near the hospital. Otherwise you won't make it because second babies tend to come a little bit quicker, yep. uh, more yeah. quickly than, than the first. So I'm, I'm hoping for that. It'd be nice because, you know, everyone wants a sort of a quicker, yeah, <laughs> a quick that, and easy yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you can plan for anything, it's that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one wants a long drawn out one. Oh, God. No. I love the quick and easy stories as well because I think it almost takes people a bit more by surprise because you don't, like you said, you don't necessarily hear about the positive quick ones. You often hear about the more traumatic kind of long drawn out versions of labor. Um, so, yeah, the quick and easy ones like George's one. Boom. Yeah. 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 Second one. Second hour one. and a half. Hour and a half. That's <laughs> we go. See, and that's the thing, because I yeah. think because I got induced as well, obviously, and they have to, you know, the midwives gives you all the scenarios and, you know, all of the sort of, you know, your the, the what's going to happen next. So, and when you go to your NCT classes and they say, you know, this will be eight hours, potentially, could be, could be shorter, could be longer. This bit can be this bit. You're thinking, okay, okay. So when it started, I sort of had in my head first time round, okay, so I'll be doing this for a few hours, okay. And then I'm saying to Ari, I think you need to get the midwife. I think this is happening really quickly, like really quickly. And I was sort of, really? I, I told him like, or, you know, sort of the process and sort of how many hours roughly or things would take. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was super quick. And um, yeah, I was almost wasn't prepared for that in a way. I'd heard, yeah. like you say, I'd heard so many, like yeah. this is how long it would take. So yeah. And then it kind of comes by such surprise. You're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah. not ready. Sorry, I, wait, no, no, we're here for a few more hours. What? What are you? Yeah. No, no. It takes me this long to make a lasagna at home. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what though? There's so much scaremongering around induction. And actually we've had quite a few people on. I had a positive induction experience you've had a positive induction experience I think Binky I think when we chatted to her she had there's been quite a few really positive stories so if anyone is listening to this and they've been to a class and kind of been I don't know sort of a bit scared about induction then don't be because as you say you are more likely to hear the scary induction stories than you are the positive ones and it doesn't have to be like that um and it's just different for everyone. Every everyone's body reacts to the induction in a different way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't be scared if you're listening. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Sending you all of the positivity. No, I I really <laughs> loved it. I loved yeah. it. I, I like. I went into hospital, knew when I was having the baby. <laughs> it was yeah. all really prepared. No, it was. I loved it. Yeah. I, I just. I still can't believe that people put this these things in your head, or at least we're still conditioned by society on what labour should look like and how we should have mm. our babies, and you know, C section, mm. not a natural birth, mm. all this bullshit that we just gobble mm. up daily. And you know, if anybody's listening and they're they're a first time mum, like however you deliver your baby, you are an absolute superhuman, exactly. and yeah. it just doesn't look as certain way and don't be don't be caught up in people's language around it you know oh did you have any pain intervention oh gosh what you had pethidine as well as you know I took all of it I took all the drugs I needed all the pain relief because people deal with pain differently and that's absolutely fine too you know yeah yeah I just I don't I mean yeah those sort of questions they they do and they do irritate you like you know I just oh yeah no I I agree like this and I think a lot a lot some of the times a lot of questions like that will come from um people who haven't had children as well and they'll say oh so you didn't do that or my or especially like parents as well oh you did have an epidural oh okay it's like we didn't do that in our day yeah Yeah. (laughs) I absolutely (laughs) did anything just hand it over I will take it (laughs) 
yeah oh my goodness definitely absolutely um well listen do you know what i feel like we could sit and chat to you all day but it's sad times we've kept you long enough i think um but we're really excited to find out how second baby comes along and we are and whether or not you did pain relief um, we'll be expecting yeah. all of your post-birth notes. Yeah, we, we'll, 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 we'll also find out. <laughs> we'll also find out if it's a girl or a boy because we're yes. keeping that as a surprise. Yes. Oh, have you like? Let's do a guess. Guess now, and then we can yeah. go back and refer. Okay. What do you think? Uh, well, I knew Roman was a boy. Okay, so I knew Roman was a boy from like day one, and when he came out, and the midwife said he's a boy, I was like, yeah, I knew it. I think. Oh gosh, I feel pressure now. I was I almost haven't said this out loud. I think <laughs> I think it's a girl. <gasps> okay. I think. Tenna. Tenna says it's a boy. <laughs> Let's put money on it. George, where are you at? Made by mothers are boy. Boy. Usher, girl. girl. Right. Oh, just to we'll, give it some jeopardy. <laughs> we'll check it, we'll check back in. <laughs> let's let's I, I just I love I love the surprise. I love the surprise. It's so good. And like my I drive my friends and family mad because they're like, just find out, will you? I'm like, no, no, I love oh, it. I couldn't not find out. I'd be I don't know, I'd probably be like trying to find know, find a way that I could look inside my stomach. Looking down to your stomach. Yeah. Where are my X-ray because glasses? Like, yeah, what, how can I find this out? <sighs> good oh, luck with good it all. Luck. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. It's been lovely <laughs> chatting. You. Bye, lovely. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks. I feel good after that. I feel like she's me lifted too. me. Same. Sometimes, you know, we have these chats and they're really serious and I come away and I feel like I have a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. But actually, I just come away from that feeling light and happy and giggly. Yeah. And feels good. Feels yeah. really good. Yeah, she's really fantastic, and uh, I, I really I like. I, I liked her kind of view on her honesty on the because both you and I struggled a little bit with bonding with you know number two, and she was just kind of like, no, do you know what? I get it. Like we come from big families, and I know mm. about the love. You know, that there's going to be you, you think you you aren't going to be able to unlock any any more love from your heart, and then second baby comes along, and you're like, all right, there you go. It's just boundless yeah. sort of piles of heaps of it. There's loads to be shared. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and also kind of going through second pregnancy on her own, you know, because Ore's heading away on tour and she's basically going to be doing the last 15 weeks solo um, whilst yeah. looking after Roman as well. So she's got she's got a big journey. I reckon we should get like meet up with her and have a cup of coffee because... Yeah, definitely. Actually, I think that obviously that happens not quite a lot, but in certain industries yeah. that maybe are perceived as being glamorous, like, you know, the showbiz, showbiz world or even sport, quite often when partners are uh, spend a long period of time yeah. away it can be really daunting when you're pregnant yeah. because you know like in the middle of the night how many times could would you feel like oh my god am I going into labor and then you've yeah. got a child in the next room and it's not as easy as just okay let's get up let's go together or yeah. one of you get you know you get up and you go by yourself and the child's at home with with your partner yeah. when they're not there it does it is quite difficult and you think oh what if they're on the other side of the country and what am I going to do but she mm. seems to be handling it really well and hopefully that two week um him getting back two weeks before she'll be all right yeah definitely she said didn't she cross your legs till then she said yes. that <laughs> keep him or her in exactly oh yeah we got a tenor on that him. George him, yeah, him. let's, let's on the put boy. it out there 
I'm on the boy. Uh, listen, as always, we would absolutely love you to rate, review, subscribe and follow the podcast. And we also adore seeing where you're listening to us as well. So keep those photos coming in. Yeah, please do keep tagging us. And if you have got any suggestions for guests that you'd like us to chat to, just drop a, just drop us a DM. We're on at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. And we'll be back on Friday. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.